Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Adam Carricker on The Ticket. If you're joining me on your lunch break, hope you're enjoying your lunch. And a little bit of Husker football news, a little bit of Husker volleyball. Okay. Now, Matt Rule's actually still live. Doesn't he know we're doing a show and I'm supposed to react to what he says? He should be working around my schedule. No, he's still live. He's still doing his press conference, but that's all right. I'm getting live updates as we speak. But one thing that I do find interesting, and it actually makes me sad. All right, per sources, Iowa offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz. I honestly don't know if I've ever called him Brian, ever. Brian Ferentz is not expected to return in 2024. It makes me sad for a couple of reasons. Anytime somebody essentially loses their job, that's never going to make me happy. Okay, also, I'm just going to be real with you. As a Nebraska fan, uh, Iowa football probably just got better, and I'm not even trying to be funny or take a shot. Their offense has been god-awful. It's the only thing that's really held them back. They're always great on defense, great on special teams, incredibly well-disciplined. Their offense has not been good for years. And I kind of held on to the hope that they were going to hold on to him because his dad was the coach. I'm not even going to use the terms baby Ferentz or daddy Ferentz because someone sounds like is not going to be keeping their job in the future. So Kirk Ferentz and Brian Ferentz are the, what I'm going to call them today because I have respect for people's jobs and their livelihood. But in all seriousness, as a Nebraska fan, I want him to stay coaching there because it makes Iowa less good. And again, I'm not trying to take shots or make fun. I'm being serious. Their offense has not been good under his tenure, and he's had the benefit, and I pointed this out other places a couple of times. Since 2017, when he became their offensive coordinator, no defense, D-E-F-E-N-S-E, defense, okay, has scored more touchdowns in the country than Iowa's defense. So it has helped their offensive stats, point scored anyways, looked better than they actually are. So. If this is indeed true and Brian Ferentz is not coming back, first of all, in all seriousness, I wish him nothing but the best. Okay. I'm sure he'll land on his feet somewhere. But Iowa football honestly probably just made a move that's going to help make them better. And as a Nebraska fan, that does not excite me. So I wish him nothing but the best if this is indeed true. I do still look forward to Black Friday. As always, that is morphing into a bit of a rivalry. When we first started that game, 2010, 11, whatever year it was that we joined the Big Ten because it was always Oklahoma on Thanksgiving. Then you went to Fridays, and it was Colorado every Black Friday for God knows how long. And then all of a sudden, we were supposed to have this rivalry with Iowa just because they were right next to us, and it felt forced. Now it feels real. It feels like a rivalry, okay? So I always look forward to that game. All right. So I wish them the best. I look forward to Black Friday just like I do each and every year. In all seriousness, I do think Iowa probably made the move that they had to move to try to make their football program 
a little bit better, and that's that's all it really is to it. At the end of the day, you're trying to win football games, and that's what matters the most. Okay, let's see. Nebraska coach Matt Harburg on quarterback Heinrich Harburg. I'm Matt Rule, not Matt Harburg. Matt Rule on quarterback Heinrich Harburg after six starts. Okay, headed into the final month of the season. He's a little bit beat up, but he's the quarterback at Nebraska. You know, he's essentially, you know, an option quarterback. I don't know that we're full on an option team, but we obviously have uh, dynamic, I don't know about dynamics, parts of our offense, easy for me to say, parts of our offense, dynamics, I can't figure it out, parts of our offense, I'm trying to fit the word dynamic in there and it just ain't working, parts of our offense that are option oriented. Okay, from the actual option plays to the option passes and things of that nature. So if you're an option quarterback, I don't want to say you're a running back who throws every once in a while, but you're obviously going to take a lot more hits. And I love the way he runs. I love how physical he is. I love his attitude that he brings to running the football. And I guarantee his teammates feed off of that. I guarantee his linemen want to block harder and longer for him. And I guarantee wide receivers are much more likely to actually block for him. And I guarantee the running backs are going to run harder because they can't be outran by the quarterback. So I guarantee what he does, okay, breathes life into everybody on the offense, right? Tight ends who are like, hey, throw me the ball too are going to be like, all right, I'll go ahead and block because I love this guy. And our tight ends have block, been blocking well all year. Fedoni, Berkshire, okay, they've been doing a good job all year. Not saying they haven't. So he's a little bit beat up, but that's part of being an option quarterback also. He's a Nebraska kid. He's a tough kid. He's a tough football player, and he's a leader on that team, okay? So I look forward to seeing him run the next defender over that tries to get in his way and tries to tackle him. Now, Nebraska is going to play, be playing Maryland on Peacock. On Peacock, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, at 11 a.m. in a couple of weeks here. So just a heads up. 11 a.m. start time versus Maryland, the Terrapins, which is just a kind of turtle. Anyways, I digress on Peacock. Now, when you look at some of the other notes from the press conference, okay, they got a lot of respect for Michigan State. They are physical up front. That is, that is one thing that they do well. When you watch the Spartans play, they're struggling in a lot of areas, a lot of things going on in that program right now, okay? But they are physical up front, all right? Matt Rule thought our O-line played well, okay? Two of the three sacks on Saturday were the fault of the quarterback. Now, there are times, being a former quarterback myself, there are times when you got to get rid of the ball a little bit quicker, but you can't expect the offensive line. Like, as a defensive lineman, we're always trying to get there by about two seconds because three – seconds is when most quarterbacks try to have the ball off so if you're holding that ball to the count of four at the latest you've held it too long also in some of these blitzes there are unblocked guys okay so when you got a quarterback back there you can't use him as a blocker so the defense has one more potential rusher than the offense does blocker at any point in time now it leaves you liable on the back end to potential deep balls and big plays which is why you don't do it every play but when you do it there's an unblocked guy it's on the quarterback to see that and get rid of the ball quick because there's something in the back end. You can't do everything as a defense, okay? You can't blitz the house and drop everybody. It's just not mathematically feasible, okay? It's just science. So the quarterback is responsible for that. So what Matt Rule is saying is pretty much he's got he's to take some ownership, make some quicker reads, get rid of the ball a little bit quicker as well. All right, let's see. Scrambles have really hurt us this year. One thing the D needs to work on, and he believes the defense needs to tackle better. Coach Rule mentioned in the press conference that he believes, which is, I don't know, I watched the game, but he's the coach. He believes that maybe the defense didn't play quite as well as the stats indicate, which I thought was interesting. 
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay. All right. Coach Rule said he went after the offensive staff last week, which I guarantee when you have a lot of injuries, it almost gives you an excuse. Like the offense had a lot of injuries last week. So it's like an excuse to maybe not perform as well. Well, if you're the head coach, excuses are not acceptable. So I guarantee he wanted to prevent that type of mindset in the coaches because then it bleeds down to the players. So you can never have that kind of mindset no matter what happens. Okay. Let's see what else we got here as I kind of go through this. Asked about Marcus Buford. Says he doesn't want to rush him back. He's in the mix, but also off to the side as well. They're going to work him back in slowly and smartly. Okay. When talking about how Temple and Baylor is similar to this job, he mentions that Kyler Murray is the best player he's ever seen. I think when you talk about some of the guys that you're going to see and some of the guys that you're going to play, a lot of times as a coach or a player, it'll harken you back to other players that you've seen. So to me, it's interesting when you watch Kyler Murray in the pros right now, though. He's, he's a guy that's a lot of things going on, a lot of things going on, but he's still an uber-talented guy. This is a guy that was a top pick as a baseball player, not just as a quarterback. He chose to play football. So for me, um, thank God this isn't the press conference or anything similar to what we had last week, unless I'm missing something. When he announced the amount of injuries, the amount of guys that were out, and guys that weren't just like day-to-day or banged up, Coach Rule I'm talking about last Monday's press conference, when it was like, oh, this guy's out for the year, and this guy's out for the year, and he said it differently than that. But that's how I heard it, just like, oh, my God, somebody's beating me in the head with a drum. I'm so glad we don't have a bunch of news like that. So this seems like a prototypical, typical, so to speak, press conference. Okay, nothing too crazy. And that's all I was looking for this week after last week. That's one of my least favorite press conferences I've ever heard. You never want to hear a guy's getting hurt. Okay, obviously. Well, again, with some all speedy recovery, that's the primary thing. But from a team aspect, from a football team aspect. Okay. But at the same time, it opens doors for younger guys, which I've addressed earlier in this show. Okay. So. Let me peruse any of the final notes here for today's press conference. Uh, he yelled at Tommy and Quentin for the high five. <laughs> so I've mentioned it a couple of times. Like, they didn't get a flag. So it's cool. It's awesome. It's maybe a lot of people's favorite play of the day. But if they get a flag for that, which they very easily could have, everyone's pointing at him like, what are you doing, dummies? So I love the fact that Rule got on him. But then he says that his wife yelled at him for yelling at them. Oh, man. That's awesome. I love that. I love I love that they high-fived because there was no flag. I love that he yelled at them for high-fiving, and I love that his wife got on him for getting on them. I love everything about that. That may be my favorite part, okay, of uh, today's press conference. And then he said, our punts have to improve. Coach Car- Darlington called it a disgrace in a respectful way. Darlington and a few of the other guys were at practice recently, so... Uh, Got to keep improving on that as well. When you look at the numbers, Buscini's numbers are okay, but just got to get better from an overall standpoint um, and get a little bit more production. It'd be nice to pin people. It'd be nice to flip the field on a more consistent basis. 
Okay. So we got the people segment coming up here shortly. I'm already getting questions. Send them in. Continue to send them in. 402-464-5685. Before we do that, talk just a smidge of Nebraska volleyball. I like to talk as much volleyball as I possibly can. Again, if you missed it, after sweeping both Maryland and Rutgers this past weekend, Husker Volleyball is now 21-0 on the season. So if you look at their remaining matches, okay, Rutgers, Penn State. Penn State is ranked. Then they have Rutgers again. Anytime you play a team twice within a nine-day period, that's going to be challenging. So I know Rutgers, actually, we just played Rutgers. It's Penn State and Rutgers because we just played Rutgers, so they're going to play them twice in an eight-game period. That second match or the second game, whatever the sport is and whatever that sport calls their game slash matches, anytime you play a team twice in a short time span, that second one's always a little bit tougher. So they have Penn State, a ranked team. Then they have Rutgers. That's not going to be an easy one, especially coming off having just played them. Maybe Rutgers a little bit more fired up. You got Northwestern, Illinois, Michigan. I think they still signs in, in volleyball. Iowa, okay, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. You look at Friday, November 24th. That's going to be a big one, ladies and gentlemen. But Nebraska goes to Madison, Wisconsin for the rematch. I wonder what channel is going to carry that. Hopefully, it's on a primetime network. I know they're competing with college football that entire weekend rivalry weekend but that's going to be a fun one one fun one to watch wisconsin's going to want revenge man imagine if nebraska goes into madison probably going to go five sets let's be real but what if they pull it off again they can that would be phenomenal wisconsin's going to be ready madison's going to be rocking that's going to be a fun day and then they close it out with minnesota so nebraska volleyball has eight matches left, and I can't wait to watch even each and every one of every one of them. Now, you look at the college, uh, the women's volleyball college rankings. The top four stick out to me. Obviously, Nebraska number one, and I mentioned this before. They beat Wisconsin at number two. Somehow, Wisconsin has a first place vote. Gee, I wonder who that could be. All right, number three is Stanford. Nebraska has beaten both of them, and number four is Louisville. Former Husker Danny Busboom, as I'm sure you're aware, is the head coach there of the Louisville Cardinals. Nebraska has its fingerprints, and maybe I'm just Nebraska fanboy in here, all over the top four because Nebraska is number one, Nebraska is beaten two, Nebraska is beaten three, and a former national champion, former assistant coach, a former Nebraska alumni is the coach of the number four team in the country, the Louisville Cardinals. So I found that kind of interesting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, make sure you check out GE Landscape Supply. You can also call them. Check them out at gelandscapesupply.com or call them at 402-467-1627. Check out everything that's going on at 93.7 The Ticket. Check out their YouTube. Check them out online. Also, characterchronicles.com where all your football hopes and dreams will come true. It's just science. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.